Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast, coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. This is the podcast to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. Well, I've got a pretty neat treat for you. I'm going to attempt to play the audio from the end of my virtual workshop that I gave, and I had some great questions come in. This was, this was just a great group of students who just started bombarding me with outstanding questions at the end of the class. It was an online virtual class I did. Uh, to, I, well, when I'm recording it today, uh, which is April the 14th. And so, again, I'm going to make an attempt here to give you the audio. I don't know if the audio is going to be the best on this, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and try it and hopefully you can listen in. So the way this works is at the end, students were posting questions to me and I would read the questions and then I would come with the responses. And on some of these, you'll, you'll hear me on, on the episode here asking, okay, I'm not sure what that means. Can you explain whatever? And, and uh, so students will be posting follow-ups as we go and then I'll read the questions and I'll answer that. So hopefully this will give you some insight into the ways that I answer questions during the class. You'll also notice if you're a a faithful listener of the podcast, uh, you're going to notice that some of my answers are like, oh yeah, he taught that in a past episode. I remember hearing him teach that in an episode. I'll even reference to the students some of the podcast episodes. And I'll also talk at the end a little bit. Uh, After I do this segment, I'll come back at the end and I'll go over uh, some of those episodes as well. But I hope you enjoy this. going to be uh, some insightful look into some of these students' questions and my answers. And again, all of the podcast episodes are at podcast.chadcargo.com, and you'll be able to find all of them or on your favorite podcast app. So let's get started with some of the students' questions and my answers, and I'll be back with you afterwards to sum up the episode. Uh, when you give your opinion on the writing section, are you supposed to use things like I think and use words like I, me, or is that considered wrong? It's a great question, Emily. Uh, leave out I think um, because that would be considered redundant. Um, what are, you know, are you writing for someone else's thoughts? No, you're writing for yours. You definitely leave out I think. I leave out I, me. Um, that's, I, I don't do it from, I, I write from a more formal perspective on these. I don't write, um, I, I, I would use things like one would think or um, one might or one should. I don't uh, go with the I, me uh, in the essays, all right? Typically, typically, unless you're definitely writing it as a personal essay. Um, I would typically go away from the I me, all right? Uh, but that, that is a fantastic question. I agree, Megan. Um, definitely leave out I think. That is redundant. Of course you think it. You're the one writing it, okay? And we got 15 votes for more confident. That is awesome. All right. What is the question you think we should ask? Well, this is a really good one, Francis. So uh, a question I think you should ask. Um, I, I think you should be asking, all right, listen, I know you say take it a bunch, but like when and why and that kind of thing and how many. So that, that's a question that, that is a great one to be asking. And, uh, and on that, 
Look, I'm not opposed to you taking it as a freshman. I mean, I know we have freshmen on here. I'm not opposed to that because there's no limit anymore. Um, at a minimum, I like once the sophomore year, twice the junior year, three times senior year. At a minimum, that's six. And definitely be taking residuals. Definitely be taking them. But at a minimum, I would do that. And you go, man, six times, that's crazy. Yeah, I know. But the more you take it, the better you do. If you can afford it, take it as many times as you can. That's crucial. All right. So that is a great question. Uh, let's see. What do I do when another test taker is being loud and it's hard to focus? Oh my gosh. Yeah. This is so difficult. I've had this happen many times to me. Um, it's difficult to handle that. Um, obviously that is something that uh, you're, we're all going to face and boy, it's going to be tough. So I have episodes on this and let me, um, give you an episode number to help. This is podcast episode 52, and it is nine ways to stay focused during the ACT. Definitely listen to podcast episode 52. And so I talk a lot about that, uh, Gabriel, on ways to handle this. Um, I talk about ways that you can actually turn in your chair so you're not, not around that. I talk about ways that you can lower a bill of your cap so you don't see distractions. I talk about even like talking to yourself very quietly, whispering to yourself while you work. Um, so you're actually creating your own distraction, your own noise for yourself. But that is a great episode on that. Um, I've got other episodes that I mentioned uh, on ways you can help stay focused. But there you go. I hope that helps you uh, on ways that you can stay focused. All right. Next question from Rebecca. What about the C trick in the math portion? Could you go over that for everyone else? I already used that trick and it works for me. Now, I remember talking about what to guess at the end of a section, um, all that. I don't remember anything specific on the math portion though, the C trick. I do have a, a C trick, uh, now that you now that I think this through, I do have a C trick in math about if the numbers are in sequential order on, uh, and that makes some relevance to the question. Um, I, didn't, I did some of this in, okay, Rebecca, that's it, okay. So, all right, I talk about this in one of my podcast episodes and let me, uh, let me, let me talk about what that means. Let's say that we had the question, uh, x squared equals 16. And you didn't know to take the square root of both sides and get x equals four. And let's say the choices are um, one, two, three, four, five. Well, one thing I like to do, uh, if we're gonna try to back solve, so we're gonna take the choices and we're gonna try to plug them in, is I like to use, if they're in sequential order that has some meaning to the problem, I use choice C first. So if choice C here is three, I'll go three squared is nine. That's not big enough because X squared is 16. I need a bigger number. Well, the good news is I only have two others to try, four and five. So when I split it in half with choice C, the most I have to try is three of them. See, most students start with A and work to E. I always say if the numbers are not in sequential order and that has no meaning to the problem, I start with E and work to A because I know AST makers know the ones that can easily be back solved. I find that the answer is more toward the bottom. Now, if they are in sequential order and it has meaning to the problem, then I start in the middle with C and that way I only have to work up or down and I split them in half and it makes my trial and error faster. So Rebecca, great question. I'm uh, glad I got that uh, clarification from you there and uh, 
was able to answer that. So it may help. And I've covered that in previous uh, podcast episodes. As you can find, there's a lot of info out there on the podcast. I've been, I've got over a year's worth of episodes and, uh, and man, they're free. So go listen to them. All right. And if you do listen to them, uh, one of the best things you can do for me is to leave just a quick review. Um, if you use uh, Apple podcasts, uh, or iTunes, just go below there to where you leave that, hit that little five-star button, leave a two word review if you have to. I mean, just anything would be much appreciated. Um, great podcast, something like that, that would be outstanding. And that really does help. And again, it's free. There's so many great resources out there. So just call that the price of your admission. All right. And it would really help uh, the podcast. So great, great question. Others, 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 don't be shy. You can ask anything here. I would love to answer. I'm still excited about the poll question uh, that after the workshop uh, of the votes, uh, it was uh, everyone voted either more confident or about to kill it. So that is awesome. All right. Uh, what would you say is the best thing to do just before the test? I have a great resource for this. This is a, is a wonderful question. I have a great resource for this and it's testday.chadcargill.com. Okay. Now again, don't use your uh, Epic email on this. Um, because it will not come to you. But test day, I'm putting it in the chat for you here on uh, on this uh, live uh, session here, testday.chadcargo.com. And if you go to testday.chadcargo.com, it is the list of things you must know before the test. So basically it's a bulletized list and just have someone ask you it. Say, hey, um, you know, it'll be as simple as tell me the rule for dash. And if you can say it marks an abrupt shift in your thought, it's like strong comma. Again, you're dangerous. So it's like go to that. So the question here, again, what would you say is the best thing to do before the test? It is definitely to be asked that list. If you know that content, you've got a chance. Now, listen, just because you know the playbook, does that mean you're going to be successful on the, on the field? No, but you had a chance. And that's the way this works. If you don't know the rules, you're gonna struggle. If you do know the rules, you got a chance. So that is the way I handle it. That is the best thing to do. These are great questions, by the way. Um, usually I don't get this many at the end of the workshop, so I'm loving it. All right, Emily, you have the next one here. What would you say is the number one most helpful ACD prep resource or strategy? So I was asked this, it was interesting. I was asked, I was contacted by um, a lady who was writing an article for, um, I don't remember what, what magazine or what it was. And she told me on the call, she said, all right, I've contacted three people who do what you do. Three of the nation's top ACT prep people. Okay, I don't know how she determined who was the top prep or whatever. Um, but she said, um, I would like to know your number one trick to beating the ACT. And um, she said, I'm gonna put in the article, um, the three people and your number one tip. And so I'm gonna write an article, number one tips. And I said to her, I said, look, here's the problem with your question. You are looking for something magical that is gonna be like this super great trick. And if everyone does these three great tricks, everyone's scores are gonna go up. And I said, let me tell you right up front that listening to me speak, coming to my workshop does not raise ACT scores. It doesn't. I said, listen to me speak does not raise scores. And I, I told her, I said, people even ask me, they'll go, well, if, uh, you know, if we have you at our school, how many points can we expect our students to raise? And I go, zero, having me at your school doesn't raise scores. I said, it's what your students do after the workshop that can raise scores. So I told her, I said, you wanna know my one, number one trip? Here it is. What is the equation of a circle? 
And it's the way I finished the class with you guys. I said, everyone wants to tell me that they have low ACT scores. Everyone wants to tell me that he or she has a low ACT score because he or she's a bad test taker. And I said, but tell me the equation of a circle. And I said, if you can tell me X minus eight squared plus one minus K squared equals rate is squared, you got a great chance. And I said, so what's my number one strategy? Know the content. If you memorize the content, you're dangerous. That goes right back to the testday.chadcargo.com. You know that list, you make sure you know that content and then you go, that's my number one strategy. There's nothing magical about what I teach, nothing. There's no quick fix to an ACT. You've got to know the content. So Emily, probably not the answer you expected, but uh, that is the way I feel. Gotta know the content, man, he's got to know it. And, uh, and you know, it's the old eggs and omelets thing. I use that analogy all the time. You gotta have eggs to make an omelet. Some don't have the eggs. I have no idea if you can cook. I have no idea if you don't have the ingredients. How do I know if you can make an omelet if you don't have the ingredients? So then once you get the ingredients, then we figure out if we can cook. And that's step one. Let's know the content. That's why I wrote the prep book the way I did. The prep book is very lesson driven. There's a lesson on equation of a circle. And then, so I give you the rules, I give you examples, and then I give a page of exercises and then there's model questions so you can practice with it. Um, Want to make sure you really get solid in that content and uh, you'll be in great shape. Okay, let's do, uh, let's do another one here. We're still before noon, so we're good. Similarly, I don't know if I said that right, uh, to my last question, what is the worst thing to do just before the test? Well, the worst thing to do is to wait until the test to start this, all right? Yes, you know that, I know. But I mean, it's like, again, we think that we're just gonna walk in and get really good at this. That's not the way this works. You don't get really good at an ACT. That's, this is one of the hardest things you're gonna do in high school is try to beat this test. And so uh, we, if you wait till the end to start on this, you got no chance. So we've got to make sure that we're practicing as we go. I mean, you can't the week of your ACT, your senior year, say, okay, now math is important. It's not the way it works. This is a marathon. It's not a sprint. It's a journey. And uh, so the worst thing you can do is to wait just before the test start. That's it. Um, again, you've got to make sure you start now. Don't wait till the end. Um, that's why it's important to get to my prep class early on and you, and you do this. That's why it's important that you're you're practicing out of your book. It's a 541 page book. I mean, you're not gonna do that the week of the ACT. So many students think, I'm gonna wait till the week of the test and I'm gonna start practicing. It's not gonna happen. So there you go. Well, hopefully you enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun doing the class today. And uh, those, those online classes, sometimes students get really interactive and other times they don't. But uh, that was a, a great one. And that group just kept sending questions to me. And I had answered a bunch earlier in the class as well. But uh, those were a lot of fun to do at the end. If you're taking that ACT on Saturday, uh, if you're listening to this live, this is coming out April 15th. And that national ACT test is coming up on April what is that, like 17th now? So it's important that you make sure you're ready. I referenced the nine ways to stay focused during the test in episode 52. That's a great one to listen to. Um, should you go with your gut when you answer a question? That was episode 44, how to determine if you're a first instinct test taker. 
Uh, if you're doing the writing test, that was episode 41, ACT writing. Make sure that you listen to that. Uh, your test day checklist on what you should bring and all that. That's episode 37. Uh, so as you can see, there's a lot out there for you. Um, what you eat before and, uh, you know, the, the night before and the morning of the test, does that make a difference? That's episode 36. So there's just a lot of info out there and you want to make sure that you're listening to some of these. Uh, and, and again, uh, calculator rules, episode 24, uh, make sure you are practicing all this. You, you know, all this don't, don't walk in with a calculator. You don't know how to use. It's crucial that you know, uh, how to use it. Uh, same with your watch. You got to make sure you're comfortable with your watch. It was episode 10, the right way to take the ACT, uh, the right way to keep time when you take the ACT. So just a lot of stuff. Uh, and this April test is one of the tests that they do the test information release on, or you can order a copy of tests and answers. And so that was episode four. I ordered a copy of my tests and answers. Now what? Definitely listen to that. And uh, that way you'll know exactly what to do when that test comes in. All right. Well, that'll do it for this week. You guys have a great week and I will talk to you again soon.